0: The gift that this podcast brings is a wonderfully heart-centered lady by the name of Natasha Carlo. Natasha is a guidance counselor with specialization in grief and a lot of life experience and a history of learning to care and adapt to significant life challenges herself and to helping others to adapt and grow through their own life challenges. Natasha has been married for nine years and has two little people that she and her husband are raising. She calls her children her rainbow babies And I'm sure she'll tell us why she calls them her rainbow babies during the interview, so I don't want to preempt by explaining. She is, in addition to all these other things, an author of two books. The second of those two books is due to launch on the 1st of February. And I am meeting with Natasha today to explore how our stories evolve and how our stories become the drive to go out and make a difference in this world. Welcome Natasha.
1: Thank you so much, Marsha, thank you so much for having me and hello to everyone who might be hearing us wherever you are right now
0: so Natasha, what i am burning to find out is how did your stories bubble to the surface i know you've had a really full life, many many things that you could write about how did among all your stories how did these ones come up for you as the ones that said choose me i'm the most important i need to go first
1: and you you phrase it so correctly. These stories sort of push themselves to the surface. And I really think that I didn't have a choice in whether or not I was going to share these stories. There are always things that you can choose to share or speak personal, but these two particular stories really just felt like they had to be shared, otherwise I would sort of implode. So, um they kind of separated themselves and made themselves you know undeniable in a way and with my first book, happy tears and rainbow babies there was just you know such a powerful drive to share my story with my children and that drive was extended to sharing it with other families and it became a really wonderful resource for other families who were sort of in the same space that we were and my hope with this second story is that we can we can do that again. We can become that resource for especially needs families and families and, and young people who feel different and they don't understand where their strength may lie. So okay. these stories kind of, you know, they kind of told themselves in a, in, in a very real way.
0: So your first book was called Happy Tears. And rainbow babies. Yes. And that came out of you having had miscarriages before you had these two children. Correct. So
1: a rainbow baby is a baby that was born following a loss, whether it's a child loss or pregnancy loss, still with. If you've had the experience of losing a child, but then you went on to produce a live birth a new baby is called the rainbow baby. And you know, it borrows it borrows its name from the idea of that rainbow appearing after the storm. And we always wanna clarify that the storm that we're referring to is not the baby who passed or the child that was lost, but the period of grief for a lot of us was very, very traumatic and very, very, was a very stormy time. And this new baby, also so, represents that new beginning you know not that we ever we could ever replace the, the child that was lost but it's certainly a new chapter and turning a new corner in our journey towards motherhood
0: all right and so that was the first message you wanted to bring because mm-hmm. you were your grief and you were feeling how heavy that was to move on yes. from and yes. when feel it you see it around you much better much more easily
1: yeah and you know I was just I, I couldn't run from the grief that I was feeling even though I had the experience of giving birth to live children and I went on to have these two children I, I felt the grief still and I just thought that if, if this was my experience if miscarriage is so common and this is my experience there must be other families, and the parents feel in the same way. And, you know, really, once you start to, to reach out and talk about these things, you see it. You see it so often. And you realize that, that you're not alone in your
0: experience
1: and you can build community that way.
0: Okay. And so that was launched how long ago? Maybe two years ago? Oh, that was launched in 2019. The first of May
1: 2019 so just about three years ago now
0: right almost so, so me yeah it. almost three years yeah all right so three okay. years later you have okay. another book on the way yes how did you arrive at what you are focusing the second book on what's the name and how did you come about this idea where are you going from here So the new book is called Mike Nero and Superhero School and
1: it tells the story of a group of young, a group of children who attend an incredible school and in this school some of the kids have special needs, some don't, some are neurotypical and what makes this school special is the way these kids have created an environment where they all learn and they play and they grow together and the idea for this book came out of my son's diagnosis. The minute I, I got his diagnosis, you know, I, I felt, I'm going to be honest, I felt fear. I felt anxiety. I felt overwhelmed because my immediate concern was, what was his school life be like? Would he make friends at school? Would he find teachers who understand it? Teachers who, you know, saw him for more than his diagnosis? Teachers who would take the time to to teach him the way he needed to be taught. So, uh, you know, so I I took all of that fear and that anxiety and and you know, just really late one night, just put it into this into the story and it kind of just grew itself. And, you know, this school represents my 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 dream for not only my son, but every child. Every child should be in an environment that sees them for who they are and and you know fosters their own superpowers you know because all kids have them just like adults we all have our strengths and our superpowers our kids have superpowers and you know we i love the player the superheroes genre that these kids have but you know really their their, their superpowers are skills and qualities that we need and fostering these superpowers in kids we can improve the life that 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 we live as as adults we can you know because by the time we're adults it's a little too late we want to foster these things in children as young as they are so that was my that that was this was my response to my circumstance
0: so i Listening to you, and I'm thinking, okay, so you're starting young to help mm-hmm. to, to uproot the limiting beliefs that they may already, somebody may have already started planting in them. Yes, and you yes. are now trying to, plant, you know, um, inclusiveness and diversity, yes. those three very important things, and not yes. even the level that matters, but it's our no. attitude and our love for one another, and not seeing the differences, but seeing the similarities.
1: Absolutely, and you know, the heart of this book, this is really a book about kindness, because I don't just want my kids to benefit from the kindness of others. This is not at all what I'm saying. I want my children to be kind. I want them to look around the schoolyard and see that child who needs a friend and act on that and be that, Friend, and and this is this is what I love so much about the book that each of these kids have their own way of acting when kindness is needed, and they do it just as they are. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have to have the best clothes or be the wealthiest person. You can be kind just as you are. There's some way for you to give to someone and to add value to someone else's life and. These are the themes that we explore in this book in a very, very gentle, child-friendly manner. It's it's age-appropriate, and you know, it doesn't put too much pressure on the child to fix the problems of the world. None of that. So, this is just a book about how kids can be their own superheroes and show kindness in their community.
0: How old is the ideal? What is the age range that you're pitching this book to? So the ideal
1: read of this book is five to eight, I would say. Certainly there are things that there are lessons that you can share with younger kids. But we really, because I'm also passionate about raising readers and I want kids to be, to, to be able to read. So for that age where the children are just learning to read independently and they're interested in books and stuff like that. So five to eight, I would say.
0: Is this going to be a standalone book, Natasha?
1: I have thought about that, I have thought about other lessons that you can pull from this book. Um, And you know I've never been pressed to follow up with book after book after book after book. I think for me, I, I love the relationship I have with writing, I love that I write when I am moved to write. I write when I feel that there's something that I cannot keep silent about, you know. And I know that for a lot of people writing is a job. It is how they support themselves and support their families and I respect that. But for me, I'm still at the point where writing is my it's my passion and it's my heart work. It's my heart work. So if if that is where God should lead the story, absolutely. But for right now, you know, I just, I just want this story to be told and we will see what other stories come along.
0: So there's not another story on your heart yet? Not
1: in this particular genre.
0: Okay. We have other stories
1: that I want to tell um, because I, my kids, my daughter is particularly interested in writing as well. And she has brought... Quite a few stories for me, so I, I think maybe the next step for me would be encouraging her to start writing and getting her her ideas out there because she's pretty talented and I want to nurture that a little bit more.
0: How old is your daughter, Natasha?
1: She's now six. She's now six, and she has written quite a few, quite a few stories of her own. So okay, we'll see,
0: Natasha. This is this has been such uh, an exciting peek into this mm-hmm. journey you had as, as an author there's so much more that I want to ask and I want to explore uh, mm-hmm. perhaps one day we can have a second conversation which will focus that. a lot more on the author's journey I
1: because, would
0: I think that every person out there has stories that are fueled by experiences they've had and those I experiences agree. and their adaptations become the gift that they have to give to the world. And maybe if they put it between two covers, they yes. get to read yes. more. Mm-hmm. So I want Agreed. to thank you for sharing your Exciting news! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you, can't my wait friend. To see you shining on the first of February, and on from there because I know your yes. book will make a difference to so many people.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that, and um, that is really that's that, that, that's my only hope for producing this book it's
0: yeah.
1: a positive impact
0: like i said to you back when i was launching my book back in i think it was the first of june last year yes um i was launching lighting the path and i remember saying to you for me the book was about reaching the one person who needed it yes and yes. um it really freed me a lot of expectation and of the heaviness mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that'd be worth it when you yes. told me book helped me and i remember pausing and saying yes. okay you've ticked the box you've helped the one mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> all of the fair about it yeah so i actually, love that my one and um so I you have a, the rest of my life natasha is going to be the one that my <laughs> book <pursued. laughs> and can i say you also
1: a huge encouragement in this book because I'm not sure if you remember, but I came to you and I said, I don't feel qualified to tell the story. And I told you, I know. Give permission. I remember yes. that. Yes. So you, you were quite instrumental in getting this book out there. Because, you know, there's always, we always have to, to you know, fight against self-doubt and, and, you know, those voices. But, so I was your one and you were my one.
0: Isn't that amazing?
1: Yeah.
0: We can continue pull each other up and yes. others pulling us up as well right so yes. thanks to everybody who has stepped up for us and mm-hmm. we look for seeing how your book becomes your way to step up for even people that you will never meet in person yeah. yes yes all the best and i will be there to cheer you on on the day of your launch
1: you so very much thank you so very much my friend i appreciate that all the best to you and all your endeavors
0: Thank you so much. Bye-bye, Natasha. Bye-bye, everyone.